In some ways, farmers are accustomed to uncertainty. The weather, for example, where one brief summer storm can wipe out an entire crop. But the upheavals created by the coronavirus pandemic, that was something very different. Food producers encountered some new scenarios with the supply chain, market shutdowns and more, and maybe learned some things on the way. And joining us now to talk about how the pandemic has affected farms and food producers is Maine Department of Agriculture, Conservation and Forestry Commissioner Amanda Beal. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. What were some of the challenges to emerge over the past year, and how did farmers take those challenges on? What were what were some of the success stories, I guess? Yeah, so I, I guess, you know, kind of looking back to a year ago, when I think about the conversations that I was having with farmers, you know, the biggest initial challenge then was just the overall uncertainty about, you know, to what extent the pandemic would disrupt markets and for how long. And you know, once people started to have a sense that it was going to be more than a week or two, we saw a lot of people trying to find solutions, being really innovative farmers who were selling primarily to wholesale markets like restaurants and schools and other markets that just weren't there anymore. They really looked for opportunities to connect with consumers. And at the same time, what was happening is that as customers were going into grocery stores and seeing that the staple products that they wanted weren't there, they were turning to their local farms and and wanting to know how they could buy directly. And I've heard stories of farmers who, you know, didn't even have farm stands, didn't do direct to consumer sales, who had people just pulling into their driveway saying, what do you have that you can sell? Um, So, these two things sort of coming together meant that some of our farmers, yes, who, you know, are engaged in CSAs or um, sell at farmers markets and have other, other um, direct-to-consumer outlets, and, and ones that, that got on board and started that up in the last year, they had one of their busiest years ever. Um, I've heard that over and over again as well. So people were trying to find the produce that they wanted to buy. And that kind of brings me to the next point, which is we did in in grocery stores see something that looked a lot like scarcity early on in the pandemic, you know, bare meat cases and limits put on eggs and milk and butter and so on. What does that say to you about the food supply and Maine's position on the chain? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a great question. Uh, We are in a lot of ways at the end of the line. Uh, And so when you think about trucks coming from other places with uh, shipments of food for our grocery store shelves, sometimes by the time they get to us, uh, there's less for us to, uh, to be able to access. So I, you know, a lot of people have known uh, and have been warning for a really long time that our predominant food system contains inherent vulnerabilities and that some kind of shock to the system could result in exactly what we saw with this pandemic. Um, I'm just coming from a a week of uh, being at a national conference with other uh, state departments of agriculture and other commissioners, and it's really something everyone's talking about. Everyone would like to see resources and more opportunities to strengthen their local food system. Not to say that we all don't want to still be able to access things from all over the country and all over the globe, the point isn't to reduce our ability to do that, but to really strengthen our, our local food systems and our local economies so that we can weather situations like this or, or any other shocks to the system in the future. Like what? What's, a, what's at the top of your to-do list? 
Yeah, well, one of the one of the areas we're very well aware of is in terms of meat processing, especially in this last year. Um, there's a lot of bottlenecks, I guess I would say, because the demand is higher than what we have the capacity to do here in state, and so that's one area that we we know that we need to be be looking at, and then the processing of vegetables, there's opportunity for growth there. And what's also great is there are folks out there who are interested in taking that on. Uh, What we're going to do at the department is we are going to keep working on this idea of how we rebuild infrastructure. And we'd really like to see uh, some bond funding come through to help us to also support this rebuilding. And and that kind of brings us up to 2021. Uh, Governor Mills mentioned farming along with fishing and forestry as some of the industries she she wants to seek uh, bond support for uh, coming up. So for the rest of the year, is there is it too soon to say what kind of a position we're in? People will start planting soon and uh, give us a little, I guess, state of Maine agriculture going forward. The good news is, you know, for decades, we've really been working to build a vibrant local and regional food system. And fortunately, the foundation that we, we've laid over the years was there to be built upon in a way that helped us to really quickly connect farmers with new consumers over the past year. So, you know, I think, I think the key to our resilience going forward is to continue to build on that work. I, I think that our farmers are going to have a strong year ahead. Um, I think that they've done an excellent job of, uh, you know, anticipating what was what was coming up, what was ahead, and figuring out how to navigate through any obstacles. There are a lot of lessons that were learned in the last year that will only strengthen what they're doing going forward. Well, Amanda Beal is Commissioner of the Maine Department of Agriculture, Conservation, and Forestry. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much for having me. And you're invited to join our news team next Wednesday, March 24th at 6.30 p.m. for a special discussion around our deep dive coronavirus reports. Hear directly from reporters and hosts about what they've learned. And you can use Zoom to ask any questions you might have about the series. Sign up at mainpublic.org slash deep dive. That's mainpublic.org slash deep dive.